Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. I thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I am a little delayed, but I'm here. I did have some technical difficulties, but I'm here. Guys, on this episode, I want to have a discussion about a little bit about funding. I know that we had discussions about 401k plans, retirement, pension plans, and a lot of other things we were having discussions about in inflation. But I want to draw it back to what people were asking on the polling to answer this so we can clear up some things, right? Um, there is small business grants, okay? There is funding out there, whether you're small or large, whether you're small or brick and mortar, okay? There is funding opportunities out there. But what I want to say is you, like I mentioned to someone earlier today, you don't necessarily have to have a startup capital, right? If you are a baker, okay, and you know how to bake, you can start something small in the comfort of your own home or in your own food truck, but you want to do it properly with your food license. You want to make sure you have an activity license, right? You want to make sure if you're out in the streets that you have all the necessary tools that you need to be in a food industry. Because if someone's to get sick with food, it's totally different than selling hand bracelets or fingernails or eyelashes. Because with food, it is a particular niche. So you want to make sure that you're in contact with SBA, um, City of Philadelphia, to make sure that you're getting, if you're in the Philadelphia area or if you're in New York, then make sure you're going to your assistance offices to get these particular licenses or go online in your state or your city. Because you want to make sure that you're doing things properly. If someone's to get sick, you don't want to be the person they come down on because you weren't properly put together as a business owner, right? You want to look into having a business license, okay? A lot of us say that, you know, we have a niche or we want to get into having a daycare. Please, please, guys, get a business license. It's not, it's, it may cost you up front. Yes, it will. But if you don't have that license, it's going to cost you either now or later. So get your licenses, okay? Activity licensing is very important. If you want to be out there and you have these products or whatever you want to sell and you want to be outside for um, more than 48 hours, get your vending license, right? If you want to do this on a regular basis, make sure that you have all the protocols and everything you need as a business person to be in that business loop. And this is something you're going to do day-to-day and day-to-day basis, right? Okay, for pop-up shops, if you're under someone that has their own licensing or whatever, you don't have to worry about that with pop-up events. If you're going to events for creators, you don't have to worry about that because you're under someone else's protection. But still, if you're doing things on your own, you want to make sure you have your proper licenses, okay? Let's dive in right now a little bit, guys. I want to talk about small business grants, right? Because some of us are looking, and we want small business grants. We want to figure out where to go to find funding for startups, right? And this is for not, not for nonprofits, right? These are where to find free funding. Free funding, guys, is money you don't have to give back, right? And this is not all businesses you will need this, but this is for the folks. Hear me clearly. This is for the folks that are looking for free funding. So federal and state agencies as well as private companies offer small business grants. And there are many resources, right? And the resources are the startup business grants can help you small businesses or true startup growing without debt, right? Compare alternative funding options, right? Alternative financial sources may help accelerate your growth or get your startup off the ground, right? Small business grants provide free money for startups and existing businesses, including those impacted by the uh, the pandemic, right? A lot of companies closed their doors. They, they weren't able to operate because of the pandemic. If that was you, there is funding still available, okay? 
I tell people that all the time. There's funding still available. If you had your doors closed, you had a brick and motor, look into these funding opportunities because it's there. And you're going to allow this money to pass you by because you're either not properly licensed, you have something that's not probably quite legitimate, or you don't have all, everything together, or you're a legitimate business, and you're letting the money pass you by because you're not aware of the pandemic money that's still looping around that you qualify for to get your brick and motor back up, back up running and thriving. Or if there's things you may need to fix this brick and motor up, there is funding available for you. It takes time and effort, guys, to research and apply for funding. You can't just do it like when you bat your eye. But the, the payoff can be worth it if you're securing your grant for a small business to help you get started. There are plenty of federal and state and private small business grants and resources available to you, right? Federal small business grants. There's government agencies are among the biggest distributors of business grants, supporting a range of enterprises, right? From environmental convert, um, uh, child care services, applying may seem intimidating. But federal grants are great opportunities for small business owners willing to grow, right? So grants.gov is a comprehensive database of government small business grants administrated by various federal agencies, right? Such as Department of Education or Veteran Affairs, right? Small business innovation research and small business technology programming um, focus on research and development for technology, uh, innovations and scientific research. The programs can help connect small businesses with federal grants and contracts for, I mean, 11 government agencies, right? So to qualify, you can operate for a profit business having more than 500 employees meeting the eligible requirements, right? So I would say the USA Department of Articulture and Administrators, uh, the Rural Business Development Grant Programs provides financing to strengthen and grow small businesses in the rural communities. So guys, if you don't live in a rural community, don't try to apply for the USDA Rural Business Development Grant because they will know by your zip code and your address that you don't live in the rural area. If you live in an urban area, then you would apply for the ones in the urban area. If you live in the suburban area, you apply for grants in the suburban area. Don't make a fool of yourself and try to apply for a grant in an area where you don't live and your business is not registered because they will know because they go by zip code. FYI, okay? Businesses must have fewer than 50 new employees, less than 1 million in gross revenue, this is the requirement size, and be located in a eligible rural area, rural, okay? Um, applicants are accepted once per year through the USDA World Development local and state offices, okay? There's also programs for investors and the micro-entrepreneurs, uh, which I mentioned the SBA doesn't typically offer grants directly to small businesses, but the program for investors for micro-entrepreneurs or prime, however, offers a federal grant for micro-enterprise, right, development, organization so they can provide assistance to disadvantaged micro-entrepreneurs. And these organizations, such as the Washington Area Community Investment Fund, they grow, both which are awarded in 2022 and can be providing nonprofits for run by state, local, or tribal governments, right? 
So state and regional small business grants. Economic Development Administration is a USA Development of Commerce agency, provides grants, resources, technical assistance for communities to support economic growth and encourage entrepreneurship and innovation, right? And that's on the state and regional small business grants. So if you are state and regional, then this be something you can apply for. Each state agency, guys, helps businesses find finances um, to secure locations and recruit employees. And you can search through the Economic Development Directory or the regional offices and local resources, okay? Um, also, I want to add, there are small business development centers that can help you as a small business owner. A lot of these places I'm aware of, and I utilize a little bit of their services here and there. Where, where, I mean, sometimes you can go to a place and you can't get full service, right? Like one person told me this. Like if you go to a hair salon, they can't give you every hairstyle because they can't do every hairstyle. So you may go there for color service, a trim, a good conditioner. And the same thing with having a business. Some things they can maybe help you with your business plan, maybe to help you with a business proposal. But maybe other things they cannot help you with as a business. So utilize these services for what they are useful for, okay? So the Small Business Development Center is your local small business development center provides support for small businesses and also helps aspiring entrepreneurs. So if you're just getting out there, you would go to SBDC, which is Small Business Development Center, and they can help you thrive. They're often associated with local universities, state economic development agencies, and can help connect you with small businesses grants, as well as business financing opportunities, plus counseling, training, and technical assistance. And a lot of these resources is helpful for people that are just starting entrepreneurship journey. Because sometimes you do need counseling and training to get your business off the ground. Not necessarily with my sector that I need that, but I needed some training for um, uh, ads, for advertisement, training on how to, like if you're going to have employees and things like that, you're going to need training for those essentials. So certain things these resource centers can help you with and help your team with, your team members. So that's why you might want to utilize these services. Take what you need, guys, and run with it. They can't help you with every issue as a business owner, okay? Also, I want to mention the Minority Business Development Agency. So if you are a minority, right, it can help you with it, but it's a network, right? Um, and I'll break that down for you. The network of business centers for dedicating to growing and promoting minority-owned small businesses, right? These centers help business owners access capital, secure contracts, and compete in emerging markets, right? So we all know minority businesses is pretty rough because with now is an inflation. And even before inflation, minority businesses has always not been the one that would be thriving all the time. And it goes through a lot of ups and downs and curveballs. So nowadays, they have a minority business development center to help you with securing contracts and making you more marketable as a minority-owned business, not a minority creator, but a minority-owned small business, right? So what they do is they can help you with debt-based finances for federal, state, and local business grants. They also can help you with annual small business grant competitions and provide updates on contests and websites. 
there's a lot of contests, and I was even trying to be a part of one, and that was the pull-up and pitch. That's considered a contest because even if you're competing for 100 bucks versus $10,000, $20,000, you're, you're, you're competing for something because you're competing against other minorities or other women creators or other business owners, whether they're women, men, children, youth, or whatever. So that's where you need to utilize these agencies because you may know what your business do, and maybe you can tell people about your business in 30 seconds or less. Maybe you can't tell people about your business, or maybe you don't really know what your business do because you're so involved with it, so you don't really, you can't explain it. So these are places that can help you talk, share, and bring awareness about your business, who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. That's how you get funding, like crowdfunding and things like that. There's funding available, but if you don't package yourself properly, guys, you won't be able to get that funding that's available for your business. There's a lot of businesses that can't find capital, can't find funding, even if you can get funding for ads, for social media ads. That's a big help. If you get funding for maybe an event or a trip you want to take your employees to, or maybe you want to have a seminar, or you want to have a workshop, or something you want to do maybe to bring in revenue, that's where your competitional funding comes in. Like, you did this competition, and then say they gave you $5,000. You can use some of that, wait, some of that with some seminar that you might want to have, right? Or maybe some kind of way you want to um, utilize Crowdcast as um, a way to uh, have workshops for women or something like that. So you have to have tools or something you want to utilize or something you're trying to do. Or maybe you want to not do virtual. You want to do face-to-face. -face. That costs money to have people come in, have an event, have to pay for food, and all of that. Or maybe you want to do a book signing. You have to pay for food. You have to pay for your venue. You have to pay for caterer and to look pretty and decoration and all that fun stuff. So that's where your competition and your contest comes in at and being able to go to these agencies to figure out how you can find funding, okay? The next thing I want to touch on, guys, uh, and guys, people have been asking me about this, um, the state trade expansion program, right? And what that is, that is a grant which helps small businesses cover costs to start or expand into international markets, right? And I will explain that. And the available funding amount and eligibility criteria or, uh, you know, as government small business grants vary based on your state, but capital can be used to participate in uh, trade shows, like I said, going places, design international market products, support your website, and globalization and more. So let's just say you're in California and you have interest in a small business grant. Right. You would be able to do employability business grant, immigrant rising seed grant, right? Restaurant care resilience fund, right? This would be available for your if you're in California, okay? Um, the the founders first job creators quest grant that would be available to you. If you're in Florida and you are interested in a small business grant, you would have the Florida High Tech Coordinator Research Grant the Prosperia Business Grant, the Miami-Dade County Mom and Pop Small Business Grant, and the City of Orlando Business Assistance Program, and the Badmedium Family Grant. That would be available to you. Um, all my New York friends, if you live in New York, the Global New York Fund Grant Program is for small businesses. Then there's another one. It's called the New York Public Library Startup Business Plan Competition, 
And that's where we're going back to uh, pitching, talking about your business, to find funding. This is if you live in New York and your business is in New York, okay? That could be Queens, Bronx, Brooklyn, Stat Island, um, Harlem, and throughout the uh, New York City area. Um, there's another one called the City of Rochester Neighborhood Commercial Assistance Program. That's a great um, way to find startup business funding um, and opportunities for existing businesses, right? Uh, there's another one called the Kickstart Wayne County uh, for entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs, right? Uh, that's a startup funding for businesses and for folks that are already in, in business, right? Um, and there's the last but not least, there's the Citizen New York City Neighborhood Business Grant. And that is a two-grant program supporting local businesses and community groups throughout the New York City area. And I believe they have up to $10,000 available to uh, business owners of people of color, immigrants, and women. Okay, so if you're a person of color and you're, or you're an immigrant or you're a woman, then you might want to take advantage of um, filling out that application online to see if you're eligible for that $10,000 for your business. Okay, uh, with a short commercial break, I'll be back to discuss corporate and small business grants. Uh, you guys asked for it. I'm here for it to give you some of this information that can help you if you have a corporate small business. Hey guys, if you just tuned in to Rusty Moy, guys, don't go anywhere. I know that with this inflation, um, it's, it's really hard for people to keep their doors open these days if you're in business. But that's why I have this channel, because I want to keep individuals just like me and you informed. Because a lot of times in my life, people didn't give me enough information, whether it was about acting, film, television, commercials, how to be an actor or actress, um, how to get a union card, what you do, how to go about it, who to speak to, how much it costs, or anything I was trying to do, or jump into the entrepreneurship journey, or how to create a monologue, or whatever I needed. It just wasn't enough information. So that's why this platform is generated for people that are either women creators, minorities, you have a breath of motor, you're a woman, you're a man, you're, you're a young person out there trying to get started, and you don't know about capital, you don't know about funding, you don't know about a business proposal. You're trying to figure out even how to create a space as an author. Whatever. Whatever your direction may be in life, this is a channel of exploring, educating, and informing people, just like me and you. Welcome back, guys. If you just tune in, I thank you so much for listening into the channel. I mentioned to you guys a couple weeks ago that we were going to just talk about inflation and stocks and what to do to stay afloat and how to shop and how to bargain at the, at the stores. And you guys said you were there for it, but I changed my mind, guys. I want to have a discussion about small business funding, right? Because people have been jumping on social media, reaching out to me, asking about funding. They said the season's changing, they're in the midst of 23, and they're tired of working their 9 to 5, and they want to find ways to find funding. Hey, guys, if you want to start a business, jump out there. Do it right. 
you might not necessarily need funding right off the bat. It depends on your business. But I, I still have some information here that I want to give out to folks that at this point have a corporate small business, right? And you're looking for funding for that. So many corporations, guys, large companies have components that include small business grants, right? While some provide grants to nonprofits, which is something I had thought of once upon a time and changed my mind. Service in specific industries only. Some also give two and for-profit companies, right? So for corporate small business grants, um, I want you to know the FedEx Small Business Grant Contest is open. And uh, with that, you can get up to $250,000 to 10 small businesses, right? Including $30,000 grants and $1,000 and FedEx print credits, right? So that's a great way as a small business, as you have a corporate business, right, to find some funding there. That's a contest that they're running. Take advantage of it, guys. Don't delay it. Also, there's something called the National Association for the Self-Employed, right? The small business grants is worth up to $4,000, right, as well as an annual $3,000 college scholarship for member dependents. So you have an opportunity to jump in between January, April, July, and October. They do this only quarterly. If you need to have a, um, an outline or sometimes you have to write about your business, make sure that you write about your business and speak proudly about it. Make sure everything's spelled right, please. Do spell check. Have someone look over it and revise it, right? Don't send in um, information that hasn't been revised because sometimes they want you to write two to five pages about your business. Also, guys, um, a lot of times we make this mistake. We don't know how to include our annual, what we've made, what we've grossed, what the business been doing. If you want an investor to invest in your business, you got to know what you have thrown in. If your business has been thriving, if you only made $10 for the whole year, tell people, I only made $10 all year. That's all I made. Don't be afraid to convey that. Investors can find out if your business is not doing anything. If you made $20 for six months of 22, tell them you, that's all you made. Have that in writing because they want to know investors, either you pull up and pitch, you write it down, or if you're applying for a business grant or something, they will ask you the numbers of your business. Whether you need 50,000, 60, 70, 20, 30, what you've been doing, and if it's books, how many books you sold in one year, right? If it's courses, how many courses you sold in 10 months? You, as a business owner, have to do the numbers. If you have employees, um, how many employees you have? What your employees do? What is their niche? What is the background of your employees? That should be all in that information that you are sending to ask for funding. Because if you say I have three employees and you just sit down and they just read the magazine, that's not gonna be very helpful. They wanna know the business. If you have two businesses, what the businesses are, what the businesses consist of, what they do, what your earnings are, how you've been navigating, and what your life was if you had the business before COVID. And if you had your business during COVID, they wanna know did your business grow, stay stagnant, or what you did during 2020 to now. Any investor is going to ask you that, right? How do I know? I've done the research. I've, I've walked it. That's how I know, okay? So be prepared. Don't fumble. Because when investors see you're fumbling, guys, they're going to go to the next best thing. 
you're going to be thrown under the bus, and they're not going to even support you. They're not going to invest in you. They're going to know you don't know anything about your business. They're going to know you're not even uh, a business person because anyone that's in business know what their business have done the last year. If it's 23, what they've done from January to April, how many units you've sold, how many, um, like, for advertising goals. What is your advertising goal for the month of April? What is your budget for that month? If you're e-commerce, what is your budget for the next six months? Because if you're e-commerce, you're going to know all the way out your pan of what you're doing. You would know what your budget's going to look like before you even get into summer, right? If you're dealing with children, you're going to know what the numbers look like. If you're in programming or what program the kids are in, what you've been spending, if you utilize school buses, how many school buses, how many children, um, how many families you're working with, two-parent homes, single-parent homes. A lot of questions they're going to ask when people are trying to be involved with your business to try to help you because they want to know whether you're growing or you're stagnant. So you want to know the difference between stagnant and growth, okay? So that's one key point. And a lot of you guys said, thank you so much for this content. I thank you guys for asking me these questions because it makes me think and what I'm doing and how I need to be on my prepared side and not unprepared because years ago I would be not prepared and I would be stagnant and writing and not have my stuff put together right. So now I have my journal, my notepad, and I take notes and I do research so I can know what I'm talking about, know what I'm doing, know where I'm going, and have people on this journey with me. Because if I don't know anything and I don't know where I'm going at, I'm going to fumble, right? And folks that's working with me are going to fumble because I don't know anything that's going on, right? So they want to be very knowledgeable what we're doing and what we're talking about, okay? So the next point, guys, I want to mention is uh, fast break for small businesses. Right, that's a legal Zoom. Um, it's MBA or WNBA, right? Has partnered with um, Auckland Op- um, Opportunity Fund to offer ten thousand for grants and up to five hundred in legal Zoom services for small business owners. So if you're utilizing Zoom, maybe you might want, to, and you're in the legal legal field, you might want to uh, tap into fast break for small businesses. The WNBA and the NBA and the NBAG is partnershiping, and they want to help you if you're in the legal field, okay? Uh, Visa Everywhere Initiative. The Visa Everywhere Initiative is a great, amazing grant competition that offers funding to tech-forward startups across five different regions of the globe. So that's you, and you want to think you can pitch and put your your, your three feet in front of you and, and grab it, those ones, do it, Okay. These things will move forward at a global final event, and the overall winner of this competition can be awarded $100,000 in small business grants. And additional grants are awarded to second and third place finalists, right? So, guys, if you are in the legal field, this is your calling. You can have a nice outline, do your research, work with someone that maybe can help you um, that either is in the legal field or knows someone, if you put it together properly, you may be possibly that winner to take that $100,000 home for small business grant. And that looks like a lot of ones to take home to be a winner, right? So sometimes we got to do the work. And hard work does pay off, but you have to put work in. I don't know anyone that sat down and didn't do hard work and actually won. They never got a globe, okay? Um, the Vimo Small Business Grant. Uh, that's another one, guys. It's awarded to 20 eligible small business grants with $10,000 in free funding 
plus public promotion on Venmo, PayPal website, and a social media account. So if you're an e-commerce, right, and in your legal in legal field, Venmo, if that's a payment processor that you've been using, you might want to dive into that. If you're using PayPal and Venmo and social media accounts and business resources and professional consulting services, this might be your, your calling, right? To qualify, you must have a USA Venmo account, a valid business profile on Venmo, and be in good standing, guys. So if you're in poor standing and you have a business, they're not going to consider you. You also must have less than 50,000 annual sales and 10 employees or fewer to be eligible for that. So take advantage of the opportunity. Um, Verizon Small Business Digital Ready Grant Program uh, gives business owners the opportunity to access free courses and educational material guides, as well as applying for grant funding. To be eligible for $10,000 in small business grants, entrepreneurs must register through Verizon website and complete at least two of the following courses, coaching or community events. And you could be taking away a grant offering $500,000 in grant awards for 2023. So guys, these are amazing grants, amazing opportunities for you as a small business owner, or you just started your business maybe last year, to rack up on some funding, okay? You're not gonna put the work in, I'm going to put the work in. I'm not in the legal field, but if you're not going to put that work in, I will, okay? Grants to start a business, okay? If you're, if you're looking for a startup business grant, you have more difficult times finding available federal grants. But some state and local governments, as well as private companies, offer startup grants for small businesses. Like the USA Chamber of Commerce Dream Big Award, that's an amazing one. And that's for all businesses. doesn't matter your niche, right? Uh, Hello Alice Grant Platform. That's another one for small business startups. Uh, the Amber Grant for Women. So you got to be a woman. So Woman Net offers 10000 monthly to the Amber Grant in awards, uh, 25000 on the grants for an annual basis. And this foundation is amazing for women that are starting up and women that have an existing um, business as a woman right? You could be eligible, right? Uh, so there's amazing opportunities out here, guys, if we just take our time, right? Do the research, take our time, not be so anxious to go online and apply and not have everything we need, all the essentials we need to apply for this funding. Uh, also, we have the COVID-19 Small Business Grants, which is, like I mentioned, the SBA Small Business Grant, the State and Local Coronavirus uh, Small Business Grant, which is still available and people can still apply and you can be still eligible. So don't think because people um, lift the restrictions and we're not going to CDC that you're not eligible because a lot of companies are going by, have you been closed since 2020? And they may look at you didn't do any business since 2020 up to 2023. And they may consider your business, but you have to have your business license. You have to have proof stating you didn't do any business or your business didn't move or anything. So a tax document, you're going to have to show stating you didn't do anything during COVID and after, okay? Uh, specialty small business grants are great because it's, it's tailored to a niche to help spread entrepreneurial success in a certain demographic. So it keeps it more to one particular group, which is great. Like if you're a woman, then it'd be a grant for a woman. They have grants for veterans if you're a veteran and you're a small business owner. 
If you're a small business owner and you're a minority, then that would go to you. Um, if you're a small business owner and you're a black woman, then it goes to you. If you're a small business woman and you're Caucasian, they have something for you. If you're a small business owner and you're Latino, Latino American, they have something for you. If you are a small business owner and you're an Asian American, they have something tailored to you. If you're um, in a certain uh, age group, they have something for you. Uh, maybe people that are anywhere between the ages of 10 years old and 18, they have grants for you. You're a young person and you're a youth entrepreneur, they have funding available, but you have to look it up and do the research. So don't think if you're youth and you're young, you can't find funding because you're not 21 yet, because they do have funding for you as well, okay? Um, the alternatives to small business grants are small business loans, which I say stay away from the loans and go with the grants. And you can get that through SBA loans and business centers. Um, they have a small business credit card. Stay away from that if you can and go for the free cash. Uh, you can explore dozens of small business credit cards with high interest rates all over the Internet. They're right there waiting for you to dive in. Uh, crowdfunding for businesses is available which is, uh, if you're not familiar with it, crowdfunding, guys, is to raise money for your small business. We're tapping into the power of the Internet and promoting your product or service through a crowdfunding campaign. So it has to be going back to what I mentioned earlier in this episode. you got to know the niche, understand your niche, be aware of your niche, and not be afraid to speak about your niche. Because you can't go on crowdfunding and have people raise money for you as a small business owner and you don't know anything about your product. You have a product, and you say, I'm selling mouthwash, but you don't know the flavor of the mouthwash. Or you're selling toothpaste, and no one ever heard of the toothpaste, right? So it has to be legitimate, right, for crowdfunding. And people have to know about the product. And you can't be afraid to promote, share, entertain, um, do videos and tutorials, and go on different social media platforms and express it throughout the day. And what I want to say, guys, is you are a content creator. We all know it's a lot of work, right? It's one thing to have a, a small business. But if you're a content creator, you're doing videos like three, four, five times a day. It depends on how many followers you have, how many people you got viewing your content, um, how many people are asking for content. But people will say, hey, I'm bored. I need something else. When they get to know you like that. Or they'll start conversating with you on social media looking for more content. If you have a YouTube channel, guys, and you have a huge following, my heart goes out to you because YouTube is very, 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 um, there's a lot of work, and you have to be very dedicated. I have friends that have YouTube channels. Uh, people I work with have YouTube channels, and they're always delivering content on YouTube, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. If you're a YouTube content creator, a lot of the people, um, if they have husbands, they probably cook their, make their meals a week ahead. Because you're not going to be like in the kitchen, or if you're in the kitchen, a lot of times they're recording. If they're driving, they're recording. If they're shopping, they're recording. Their life becomes to be recording, recording, recording. And anyone that's listening to this channel and they're a content creator, they get that, right? Um, even TikTok folks, I, I've seen a girl and she's like, I said, you TikTok? She's like, yeah, I'm TikTok. And I, and I knew it because they create content. That's what they do. Because um, you begin to get that base. And to keep people engaged, you got to keep giving to them. You don't keep people engaged and keep giving candy, like giving a kid candy and say, oh, you're going to get no more candy. That's it. Not gonna say, no more candy, no more ice cream. But everyone knows they can come to your house for candy. They know they come to you for ice cream. Kids know who they can come to for snacks. 
and there's a neighbor that gives out snacks to kids. They know who their go-to is. Same thing as a content creator. People know who's going to deliver content, people that are regular, people that are meaningful, people that give it constantly. They know who those people are. So if you're a person that gives content, but you're not giving content all the time, then you're not going to have a huge following. Whatever you got to do, you have to stay on it. You got to be dedicated to it. You got to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Like you're brushing your teeth, you want to get mouthwashed, you want to go gas in the car, you know, buying food to put in the refrigerator. It's something you're going to constantly do. Like you get washed every single day, it, you know, and you're grooming yourself, self-care. It's something that you're going to constantly keep doing. You can't let up on content because when you lay off, they pay off. You don't lay off when you're working with folks. You can't lay off. Even if you feel like crap, you can't lay off, right? Um, that's just the way you just got to keep going and going and going and going. And, I mean, I know folks that know me and know I have my good and my bad. And some of those days I just wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But I got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. I can't say to myself, I can't, because that shows weakness and I'm not weak, right? And it be, it's, I have those days and I'm, I, I get them often, you know. Like, oh my God, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna get through this? How am I gonna get through eight hours in this day? How am I gonna do twelve hours today? How am I gonna do this? I realistically I'm getting burnt out. I'm burnt out here. I can't do this. But I can't keep psyching myself to say that I can't because I have to deliver, right? I have to deliver. Because I can't keep laying off and making excuses for myself. Because people don't want to hear your excuses. When you're a businesswoman, you're a businessman, people don't care about your pitchfall, something happened, you had a car crash, your leg got broken, someone's sick at home, you don't, they don't care about a flat tire. People don't care about your shortcomings, your bad days, your, 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 your emotions, your sniffles. They don't care about that. You have to, to deliver in life, right? It's called, one thing is about being an adult. You gotta deliver, and when you get to your word, you gotta be consistent with that. Right? People don't care about your, your shortcomings and something happening. It's, it's irrelevant to that. It's what you can do. What, do you, what can you do and when you got it? You got it today? Okay, good. Let's go. That's how it goes. Right? And we all know this as an adult. Right? It's about delivering, coming forward, because you're not a kid anymore. When, you, when you're eight and nine, you can make an excuse. Oh, I can't. I can do this. I can do that. No, Mom. I can't do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I can do my homework. The dog ate it. You know, my... my my uh, my teacher flushed it down the toilet. I, it's, it's fine when you're in elementary school. When you get over 21 years of age, the excuses are out the window. Because people don't care about your excuse. They want to know what can you do. Can you deliver or you can't? You know? I get it. I, I know it. I understand it. I knew it for a very long time. You know? And I had to grow up and be mature and take a lot of initiative, a lot of, a lot of weight. Weight have weighed on my shoulders. And it made me who I am today. Because if you slack, you lack, you make excuses, you complain, you whine, and make people feel sorry for you, and then it's not going anywhere. It just doesn't go anywhere, right? Because you have to be responsible because people have to be able to come to you, you know? And that's where responsibility comes in as an entrepreneur. Because if you're an entrepreneur, you're a leader, right? So if the leader's off tune, your whole team's going to be off tune, right? And I'm going to have an episode on leadership. Great leadership, and how when you're in leadership and people are following you, you have to set that tone. You got to set that message. Because if you don't set that message, they're gonna say, okay, well, she don't do no work, so I ain't gonna do no work. If I follow the leader, she ain't doing nothing. She don't deliver. Her numbers is low, so my numbers is low. You know, she not she's sick, so she got a sick day. So I'm, the whole team is sick. Everybody's sick. 
Everybody got COVID. Everybody got the sniffles. Because he was leading by example. And my father taught me that young. My mother taught me to lead by example. My mother and my father taught me that very young. Lead by examples. Don't allow anyone to feel sorry for you. And take the initiative. Try even if you fail. Even if you, if you, if you can't do it, just try anyway. Just make an attempt to get up, try it, figure it out, kick the tires, pull the hood up, and see if you can do it, right? Try even if you know you don't know what the hell you're doing. Try it, right? That's what I was trained as a little girl to do when I do that. And I, I train people all the time. I do what I work with. Try Take the initiative. Because people know when you're not taking that initiative, right? They know that. Guys, I'm going to put a polling up, and I want you guys to give me the most meaningful content, the most follow-up, right, on the, what I'm going to post. I have two polling questions, right? And this is about funding and your journey as an entrepreneur, and I want to hear from you. 